hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So, I, as promised, I am coming back with my dedication podcast to my daughter who turned 20 years old the other day. Now, um, all my kids have special meanings to me because they were born literally at different stages in my life. And um, my oldest daughter, she turned 30. I had her when I was in my teens. I was a teenage mom. And my second daughter, I had her when I was in my 20s. And um, I was a little bit more established, but I was still, I would say, naive about life Um, because I had just moved into my first apartment and this was the apartment that I had got for her father and I. And... um, she is literally um, oh, she, she's she she is literally I call her my roaring Leo uh, 20 years ago um, with depending on I don't know you know where you're listening from but I had her when I was living in New York City and this was like literally one of the hottest summers And we had a blackout. Literally, the entire city was a blackout. The power in New York City went out and I was in the hospital. And I had a C-section. And I remember I was in labor with her for two days, literally. And she just, you know, wouldn't come. And then they eventually did the C-section. And back in those times, you know, you had to literally, you know, have the C-section. You were in the hospital, you know, for like four days or something like that. I think it was the five-day max or something like that. I was supposed to be three, but like I said, I went into labor uh, on the August 10th. And I was, you know, I went to, I took like multiple trips to the hospital because she just wasn't coming. And then they finally said, okay, we're going to keep you. We're just going to induce her. She's in distress. She needs to come out. And so, um, yeah, so I, I had her and I remember that day because, you know, two years prior, you know, that's when 9-11 hit and it was like, you know, everybody was like on that, um, you know, Armageddon, the world is going to end type of, you know, thinking. And so I had her and, you know, like I said, all the lights went out. It was so bad. My oldest daughter was a nervous wreck. Um, you know, I didn't get to experience all the New York City antics that went on because I was in the hospital. And, um, you know, but I heard the different things that was going on throughout the city and how hard it was because, you know, there was no train, no transportation. People were literally out in their cars. Like, it was really a crazy time. And that should have been my cue literally that should have been my cue to what was about to transpire in my life because um 
here I am. Uh, I'm in this this situationship with a narcissist. And so um, it's interesting because when I had her, um, when I found out that I was pregnant with her, her father and I was not together. And, you know, we had a big fight. We broke up. Um, You know, he was screaming all kind of obscenities at me. I was throwing his stuff out the window like it was crazy. And again, should have been red flag. He went back and stayed with his son's mother. Should have been red flag. Um, And, you know, I was ready to do, you know, and take care of, you know, take care of my child by myself. And um, as time went on, time went on, you know, he wasn't really there for me throughout my pregnancy. Uh, no doctor's visits, no appointments, no checkups, you know, check-ins, how are you doing? Nothing. He had no care in the world. He, you know, like I said, we weren't together. And his only thing was, as well, if you don't want to be with me, I don't understand why you want to have my kid. And I said, well, it's not about you. You know, I was working. I was finished school. Like I said, I was in my own place. So I was okay with the decision to move forward, you know, with having my child. But in light of whatever, he came back. And um, like I said, that should have been my cue. And I love my daughter. She is definitely the roaring Leo that she is. She's so resilient. She has literally been through everything. Her, My oldest daughter and her, you know, has they have literally, you know, been through everything with me. Um, and when I say everything, I mean everything. And she's just so, she's just so quiet and so humble. And she just, she's such an introvert and she takes everything in and, um, she does, you know, she's to herself. She's so late, you know, she's about her business, but she's, you know, she's just different. Like I've always known that there was something different about her. And I always call her my superstar because she was just one of, she is, now she was, she, you know, as a child growing up. It's like whatever she put her mind to, it's like she would come home and say, oh, ma, I want to do this. And I'm like, okay. And she would do it and do good with it and be like, okay, I don't want to do that no more. And then I would just get kind of like, well, why don't you just want to stick with something? Like, why don't you? And she was like, no, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, she was the one that would just do something, put her mind to it. Once she mastered it, she once she did well with it, and she was like, okay, I don't want to do that no more. And she's just you know, done that throughout her life. You know, she played basketball. She, she's like my boy, you know, like she's that girl tomboy type of thing. You know, she's played basketball. She's played volleyball. Uh, she was in dance. Um, did she do an instrument? I don't think she did an instrument. And, um, you know, she's always did very good in school. She's always just been driven in that way but you know because of all the things that we experienced um with him and and it seemed like she never got to enjoy her birthday she never really got to enjoy her 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 childhood years because 
of who and what her father is. And if you know anything about narcissists, um, it's unfortunate, you know, that my child had to experience him. And you saw how he affected her in that way. So my daughter never really got to enjoy her birthdays. Uh, He would always do something to disrupt her birthday to make her unhappy, to make her life miserable. Um, It was just the saddest thing. And, you know, when you are unaware, you are unaware, you can't make sense of it. And it's, and I, and for years we were like, what the hell? And I felt so, I got to a point where I felt so bad for her because it's like she didn't even look forward to her birthdays because she knew he was going to do something. It was the, I mean, Every year, he would do something. I'm about to tear up and cry. Because, you know, I've said this in several of my podcasts, you know, all of my children, you know, that's one of my biggest regrets. I just regret who their father is. And I wish that I was aware. I wish that I knew. I wish that I could go back and, you know, change so many things you know but the only thing that I could do now is move forward and make the rest of her birthdays everything that she wants and I'm big on birthdays I try to make sure you know birthdays Christmases special occasions um whatever it is I always go above and beyond and sacrifice to make sure that they have an amazing birthday I'm, you know, I'm so glad that, you know, she's not in that dark space anymore. And now she's looking, you know, she's happier now and her life has changed. And um, she's, you know, just mentally, spiritually, emotionally, she has grown so much. I love the evolution. You know, I pray for her. Oh, I pray over her and pray for her uh, because I know how hard it was for her in those difficult times um you know she was an introvert and she never really gravitated towards people so she never really had a lot of friends you know she never really um you know had like girlfriends or people who she hung out with she you know that's my spirit baby and I always knew that there was something special about her there's a special calling on her life oh my god There's a special calling on her life. And I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. I know that God has something in store for her. Because she's always been different. She, she, you know, she was into archery, things that nobody else was really into. She was into. She's the main reason why I moved out of the city. When I was, you know, when she was younger, she would always say, Mom, why don't we go to church? You know, she pushed me toward um, God and the church. And I did lose my way because, you know, 
of that unhealthy dynamic that I was in. And she would always you know, say, Ma, I don't want to live in the city. I want to live in the suburbs. I want to live in the suburbs. And I'm like, okay. And, you know, thank God now I live in the suburbs. But she's always had something special on her. You know, there's a gift in her. There's a light. There's something in her. And I know that God has something special waiting for her on the horizon. And I'm so excited for her. And I can't wait. She has been such a blessing to me. Um, she is the one who taught me how to love in a way where um, where I had to learn to accept people who were different. And, you know, she's always been socially awkward. Uh, She never really fit in, you know, because like I said, she's always been into sports and she's always been in some type of activity. So she never really tapped into that girly side, that feminine side. Um, You know, she shied away from that. And again, you know, she never really had a lot of friends and she never really wanted to be around people. She was very, um, you know, she isolated herself a lot, you know, just that introvert thing. And I had to learn to accept and love her even in her awkward stages. And I had to allow her, um, give her the space to grow and find herself and just be supportive every step of the way and when I tell you she's my roaring Leo um, she's so courageous she's so hard on herself because she always wants to do well she's very competitive she pushes herself and I just know that God has something great in store for her and um, I looked and I'm just like oh my god you know I promised her that I wouldn't cry I promised her that I wouldn't cry but as you can hear, I'm crying. Because I know even through the hurt, even through the pain, 
even through all of what she endured. Oh, the immense strength it took for her to continue to move forward. And I made her a promise. I told her, I said, just give me some time. Just give me some time to get you there. And we celebrated her 20th birthday doing everything that she wanted to do. And I'm so proud of her. Trust, I know that God has something in store for her. For all of her hard work and dedication. And I can't wait. I'm so excited. I think that's why I'm crying. Because I'm so excited for her. Um, Because I know whatever it is is going to be great. And I'm so proud of her because she went through a very dark period in her life. And, you know, sometimes when you are overlooked, it's not about being overlooked. It's just that God is protecting you in the moment. And so now she's, you know, moving closer to God and she's reading and she's praying and she's doing all of those things. And I'm seeing the changes in her. And I'm just so excited for her. And as she celebrated her 20th birthday, I mean, just to see her in this state of peace and happiness and joy. It's a beautiful feeling. It's a beautiful sight to see. And I can't wait. I just can't wait. For her to really blossom and bloom and to become the woman that I know she is going to be. So, I'm going to end this because I'm really overwhelmed right now. I'm just so happy. I'm so proud. And I'm so grateful to God that he kept her here. Uh, That he just kept her here. And I hope he keeps her here for many more years. So to my roaring Leo, I know you don't like your birthday. I know you didn't like your birthdays. And I know why. And I completely understand why. But trust and believe the process, trust and process. God has brought you this far. And I'm hoping and praying that he gives you many more birthdays that you can enjoy and that you can look back on. And you could be grateful for all of the birthdays that you have been given. 20 years went by so fast. It seems like I just had you yesterday. I love you so, so much. I thank God every day for you. I cannot imagine my life without you. 
I know that we have been through a lot. But it's okay. It's okay. We have so much more to celebrate. It has only just begun. So I hope that you enjoyed your birthday this year. I hope and I pray that you enjoy all the rest of your birthdays. And just know that you have a gift. You have a light. There is something inside of you waiting to be birthed and to create, be created. Just trust in the process. Trust in Him. Trust me. God has a plan for you. And I can't wait. I can't wait. Because I know it's going to be good. Because it's going to be everything that you want, you need, and you desire. And most importantly, what you deserve. So, we can't go back and change the past. But trust and believe we have so much to look forward to in the future. So, to my superstar, a happy 20th birthday. I love you to the moon and back. Wishing you nothing but love and light. Stay blessed.